Hello, welcome to Just Bloody Bite Size, a series of holiday specials we're serving up between the series to share a soupçon of some of the best conversations from Just Bloody Post-It so far. I'm Helen Perry, and this is my show for anyone who is marketing their work on the internet. Thank you for coming. I have a favour to ask. It means a lot to the podcast if we get great reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps new people to find and trust the show. So if you'd like to support us, go and leave one. Go to Ratings and Review and click on See All and then you'll get the opportunity to write your own review. Right then, today we are revisiting an age of innocence on Instagram with interior stylist and influencer Lisa Dawson. Lisa started posting pictures of her home before sponsored posts were a thing, before anyone realised that a big following on the gram could be something that you make a living out of. So her posts came from a place of honest enthusiasm for the art of decorating a room. And genuine enthusiasm is the secret to any good social account. We decided, uh, along with another lady who was on Instagram at the time, uh, that we would start a hashtag called My Home Vibe. And there were no interiors related hashtags at the time in the UK. So we started this off and what we did was is we would get everybody to post to the hashtag and then every Saturday we would post that picture on all three of our feeds. And it just went down a storm, you know, I mean it was there was people posting everywhere. <laughs> Whereas before no one had really had the confidence to post their home. I felt really weird when I started doing it. My children thought it was just hilarious. You know, just the idea that it would be strange to Instagram your house. Like I can't, I can hardly remember a time where I didn't look at the, the inside. I know the inside it's of people's crazy. houses on the on the internet. And you know, you've just reminded me that it's not necessarily the most normal thing in the world, but it's what we do now. It's what Did, we do. It's what we do. Did you and Dee have in mind, let's create a massive audience, let's see if we can monetize this? Was that Oh my gosh, no. No, monetizing it wasn't even a thought. You know, it was so, it's the weirdest thing. I've always been interiors obsessed. I've always loved decorating my house, searching for vintage treasure. You know, I've loved doing all that for years. I had folders filled with magazine pictures. I'd save stuff. I used to apply apply to Rockets and George again were one of the first online shops and I used to enter all their competitions online you know this is before people were even using Instagram for it and we never dreamt for a moment we were just so excited to find other people who liked what we liked because prior to that I didn't have any friends who loved interiors like I did you know they liked interiors, but they didn't love interiors. For them, decorating a room would be a chore and not a joy. Whereas for me, it was, I loved it. I would do it all the time. So what Instagram did with that hashtag and with um, all the hashtags that came after it is it brought together people who truly, truly loved doing up their houses and it gave them the confidence to be able to share other things. So that was the only thought in our mind. We didn't monetizing wasn't even an option you know it wasn't even a thing but then what happened we became friends we discovered loads and loads of small businesses um, and those businesses started sending us like gifts so like someone would say I think the first person to send the first small business to send me something I couldn't believe it she sent me two mugs 
And I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Not least because my husband would sit there and my kids and go, look at all that time you're spending on Instagram talking to people you've never met in your life. You know, do your actual job. Because <laughs> all this time I was doing... Like, look, mum, I know, that's mugs. what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. I was doing uh, my, my job as um, a transcriptionist. So I was still doing that as well as spending all this time on Instagram taking photographs and styling my house. So they sent, uh, a small business sent me some mugs and um, I put the mugs on Inst- in my feed post and then people bought the mugs. We were like, whoa, this is like a whole new thing. What's going on? This is so crazy. Small business over the moon. They wanted to send something else. We were like, oh, this is so like, this is a whole different ball game. It was really weird. Like it wasn't a thing. There was no interior influences. So that was kind of how it started. And the first idea that we had about monetizing it was um, Dee and I went on a workshop, an interior workshop for a well-known interior designer. And we came out of it feeling that we that that wasn't what we had wanted to hear. So the uh, interior workshop we went on talked a lot about decorating your home in dark shades and how you had to do this. And this was essential. And is this right? Which of these is right and which is wrong? And we were like, whoa, Um, because D&I's way of decorating was that nothing was wrong, right? If you want to decorate your house with polka dot wallpaper and a massive lion at the front door, then you should be able to do that and you shouldn't be criticised for it. So we wrote our own workshop. And then we launched it in October of 2016 and we hadn't even written it. <laughs> we hadn't That's the even best written way. It. That's so bad. That, that is my way. That's the only oh way my I God. can work. I know. If, we... I've got, if I've got a paying customer turning up, then I better flipping write it's it. It's amazing. But, I know. <laughs> but if I haven't, then I don't. Yeah. I, re- I remember when you guys used, used to do them. It felt like most weekends you'd be off going to different beautiful houses around the country yeah, and hosting people. We used people. to do it. Yeah, we used to do it in our own homes. And then we started doing it in other people's homes and we te- we did one a month. Um, and we basically talked about decorating your home to make you happy. And that's what we did. And we did that for a while. Then we started doing it with brands. During all this time, things were starting to change on Instagram and bigger brands were starting to ask us to do things. There was a, a poster company who I'm sure many of your listeners will know um, who are on Instagram and they had sent me some posters to put on the wall in return for an Instagram post. And this is still back in early 2017. I was like, oh, yeah, of course, you know. And then about a month later, they asked me to do the same thing. And I was like, my husband was going, like, you're, you're honestly spending all this time doing the work, styling it. They're a big company. They're getting a lot of benefit from this. By this time, I probably had around 60,000 followers, probably, and getting a lot of benefit from it. He said you should charge they them. To, and I was they like, need to pay you. Yeah, they need they to be need paying to. for your time. So I obviously, I had absolutely no idea what to charge. Absolutely no idea whatsoever. And there was no one to ask because nobody was doing it. Nobody was charging. Nobody to ask. And I said, okay. I said, I'll do that and I'll charge you £75. And they wrote back and they said, okay, I'll, we'll have two. And I was like, Sounds like a bargain. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm being paid to post on Instagram. And that was when I realized that I had a a product that I could utilize. The next time somebody asked me to do it, I doubled my price. And I said, okay, it's £150 a post. And then I did that for a very long time. There's nobody to talk to about it. There was no one to talk to about it. 
literally no one to talk to. The brands didn't know either. They still don't. Brands had no idea. The brands had no idea what to do. I still think I still think there's a lack of appreciation, um, or I sense. I mean, you would have a much better idea of the actually the time that it takes to create beautiful content, and perhaps that's still undervalued. Yes. And you know what? It doesn't matter. And what has become apparent, things have changed. Things hit a peak, they changed around and now they're changing again. But one thing is really apparent when you're creating content on Instagram, and that is it has to be really, truly shit hot. Because what you're doing is you are you are doing the job of about five different people. And the brands who previously would have paid for advertising or magazine advertising or even television advertising for any sort of advertising are getting this massive social media ball. They're getting their name out there. So you've got to think about, you know, I get it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much how many followers you've got. It's about what you're producing and the quality of it. And that is a really important thing. And that is what brands pay for. Because when they employ a content creator to create content for them, whether it's video or whether it's static or whatever it is, or whether it's written, anything, they do that so they can repurpose it on their own channels and therefore it has to be really good. So you could have 500,000 followers, but your content is shocking and you won't get the work. Because if you don't produce really good content, then the brands won't 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 want to repurpose it and what they're paying for is what they're paying for is if they were doing an advert in a magazine or interview or whatever so as instagram progresses and things move all the time the platform changes all the time really it's about sticking to a benchmark of quality and that is really proof now i think at the moment of how that works and that is not dependent on followers not dependent at all there are some you know anything from 10,000 up, even lower, you know, it doesn't matter. Anything over a thousand is classed officially as an influencer. If you are producing really hot content, you will be approached by brands. How long would you say that you've been running Lisa Dawson on Instagram as a business at a kind of full-time wage? So when I got that first job um, and I got paid, I got quite excited about that. And I was like, if I can make this work, then I can give up my side business, which was really, really boring. <laughs> it was basically listening to people talking and typing it. But it wasn't great. But it, but do you know what it did do? Is it enabled me to be really, really good at editing. So one of the first things I did, I started posting in the January. By the June, I'd launched a blog, mostly because... I was asked lots of questions about where do I buy things and how did I do that and whatever. So I wanted a platform on which to do it. And I've always been quite tech minded. So I set up my own website and I just started posting a blog every week. And I did that solidly for six years, which was really, really hard work. And because trying to notes, on my notes, I've got (laughs) Lisa is captain consistency because every every Sunday morning, I do do you still do it every? I do. Do you know I've had to reduce it to every two weeks because I simply my workload is so hard. But I've only done that in the past month. Every Sunday morning, every single I would get a post to say Lisa's consistency. I know from doing my previous roles in life is that consistency in whatever you do is key. So having a routine and sticking to it. Consistency is the most boring but true message you'll get from 
anyone talking about marketing. Consistency over a long period of time. A consistently authentic enthusiasm for your topic and consistently good content job done. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear the longer original episode with Lisa from series one, I have linked to that in the show notes and we'll be back soon. Goodbye.